0: Hey guys, and welcome back to Leadership on Purpose. I'm Blake Bozarth, and this is the show that's designed to help you grow your influence and lead with confidence and with humility. So this episode and the next episode are gonna feel a lot different than usual for our show. I'm having a jam session with Rocky Destefano, and Rocky is a longtime Chick-fil-A owner and operator. He's kind of a legend in the Central Florida, Orlando area and he is also a podcast host. He has a great show called A Server's Journey. You'll definitely wanna check out and we're collaborating. So I'm in Rocky's studio with Gabby and Larry who are part of his team and they're hilarious. And it feels a lot more like talk radio. We have a lot of fun recording this. We're talking about Think Macro, Invest Micro. We're diving deep on this. And this episode is really the tee up for that. So you're gonna learn about Rocky. You'll hear from Larry and Gabby. And we're releasing it on both of our shows. So it's on a server's journey. It's on Leadership on Purpose. We want to expose our audiences to each other. And the next episode is going to be one of a two-part series. So on a server's journey, you'll find the first part, Thinking Macro. So we we'll encourage you to go over there, check it out. On Leadership on Purpose, this show, we'll have the second part, which is Investing Micro. And... I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you I hope you have half as much fun listening as we had recording it. Maybe maybe even a third. Like if you have a third as much fun listening as we recording it, then you're gonna have a lot of fun. With that said, without further ado, let's jump into the show and cue up the servers journey theme song.
1: Welcome to this edition of a server's journey with Rocky DeStefano. Foundation of the program is everyone is leading something or someone, thus we're all on a service journey.
2: Welcome, good morning or good afternoon. I always say good morning; it's a default. But uh, what's Because you record in the morning, right? Whatever time period you're listening to this. Welcome. Uh, we are so pleased to have you. And this episode is kind of a really. I'm super excited about uh, the next couple shows, and I get to introduce uh, somebody who's becoming a good friend and somebody who I'm learning quite a lot from. Blake Bozar.
0: Boom. I got it? boom Got it.
2: And Blake is the, uh, this is how I kind of came to know Blake. Um, we both were lucky enough to be placed on a, 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 I don't know what you call it, but some kind of top 20 list of the most influential um, leadership podcast. Right. And uh, I was feeling pretty good about myself because I was on the list and and then I noticed well, who's this joker above me in the same town as me and he's been doing it a lot longer or a lot uh, nowhere near as long so he must be better. And so it was really I was kind of like I don't know kind of jealous a little bit. So I we reached out and 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 Blank has uh Blake has a podcast called Leadership on Purpose which is really gaining uh strength and is a, he's a great young mind on the Subject of leadership. So, welcome to our show.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And it's, it's, this is, this is a blast. It's funny because, um, we, we talked about that list. Yeah. And it was just a surprise. It and like, was a a, surprise. It, was, it was just a surprise <laughs> and like a huge honor. Yeah. And, um, I was talking to Rocky. I was like, yeah, I don't know how this happened because this is like, you know, especially because this is such a new show. I know how yours, you've been around for a while, but, um, Rocky's like, well, I, I like to think that they judged it not off of all like the numbers and volume as much as they did the quality. <laughs> well, and I, I had said, to say that because I, I don't said, have the numbers said, to back it up. <laughs> yes, I will go for that. They have been listening to all of our episodes and that's how we got it. What's right.
3: crazy is that you guys had a meeting together. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, texted you during the meeting and I was like, Hey, check out this guy in this podcast. <laughs> he did. We yes. need, I think that this would be a really good person to do like a double episode with.
2: And then creepily I said, like, I'm going to take a picture of you yeah. and send it to Gabby. That's I remember yeah. this
0: because I had just followed you guys on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, I got the notification. <laughs> That's so funny. So I'm connecting with Rocky. We're talking about, I'm like, Hey man, I think I'd, I'd love to feature you on my podcast. He's like, you know what I was thinking about featuring you on my podcast. I'm like, yeah. do you have a podcast? This yeah. was before yeah. the list.
2: Well, and and the weird thing is, uh, you know, Blake is uh, many years my my younger uh, younger <laughs> than me, but but I think we do think alike, very alike as yeah. far as our idea. And I think both of us as a we have a real passion. We we love business. We love the idea of leadership and and how it can impact people's lives. And we really share this idea of that servant leadership, integrity, like wanting to be a leader that um, is full of integrity. So welcome to our show. And I'm going to have you, if you don't mind, kind of introduce yourself, talk a little bit about your life and and your wife and kids and all that. You can plug her and she's got an amazing uh, um, story herself.
0: Absolutely. So um, yeah, so Blake Bozarth, I have a company called Co-Thrive, which is about helping leaders and companies thrive power by their why there's a why in co-thrive it spell weird because we're all about purpose and mission and i believe that the best way that we change the world is by equipping better leaders so that's that's why that's why i do what i do and yeah so i have uh, uh we, we live in orlando florida and the winter garden to be exact and uh, my wife is from claremont so family friends actually with yeah. uh, with rocky's family and um Uh, we have two kids so bear and Blakely, three year old and one year old. They are precious and they are a handful, (laughs) they're incredible. And um, yeah, my wife's amazing. She has a ministry called Wine Courage, which which, is which I love. This yeah. very very uh, innovative. Let's say in the um, Christian ministry space, but it's a place where they drink wine and talk about Jesus. I was so. going
1: to say you did say wine.
0: <laughs> we did say wine. So <laughs> well, and I Shakur love the rewards. Wine Courage. Even
1: yeah.
3: you know? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus turned water into wine. Bingo. That's right. the
0: first miracle. But it's really it's been really cool because it's it, it is faith based. It is about um, encountering Jesus, but it's also attracting people that. Um, maybe don't necessarily go to church or would never go to church, but they would love to come to a event with wine and encouraging women that are building each other up and um, talk about things that matter. So anyways, she's amazing. Um, But yeah, thanks so much for having me on. We're actually putting this on my show too. So I want to make sure that we intro you. And then I want to also hear from Gabby and Larry, who are your studio partners as well, because they're putting these on both shows. So Rocky, tell us a little about you. What are you about?
2: Um, So, you know, I I have always kind of been in the restaurant um, industry via law, (laughs) which is an odd jump, but um, I realized I liked the study of law, but didn't want to be an attorney. And so I had always liked the idea of hospitality of, you know, I think that there's magic that can happen around a dinner table um, with good friends or, you know, and I wanted to be part of, I wanted a ton of people to sit at my tables and do life and so that drew me to the restaurant industry and that's kind of where i've been we um own and operate two chick-fil-a's and i consult a third Um, right now our organization's probably around 250 people but we're looking for many more good ones so if you know anybody send them but um i've come to this idea of servant leadership and my leadership journey uh, practically, because I wasn't very good at first. I spent um, five to 10 years um, being every uh, stereotype of not a bad leader, but I just wasn't a good leader. I, I worked too much. I micromanaged. I was OCD. Like all these things that I look back now and say, wow, you know, gosh, who was that guy? Mm. And what was he? I, I asked myself many times, what was he like to work with? Uh. And I don't know if they would say, oh, he was full of integrity. I don't know. But anyways, um, that's kind of where I've come. And, and I really have a passion for um, the idea that leadership can truly make a difference in people's lives. So that's kind of where, where I'm at. Sympatico. Yeah.
0: For sure. I want to hear from Gabby. I want to hear from Larry, too.
2: I should mention, though, real quick before I get in trouble, I'm married to... Uh, my first wife, uh, and we're planning on keeping that together. But uh, Trisha, and uh, I have three daughters um, Ansley, Madison, and Abigail, who um, I just I love to distraction. So,
0: love it.
3: That was a weird.
2: My first wife. Yeah. I mean, you know, I left room. It's like
3: you're I, planning on having a I mean, second. I, I left room. some room you're in like, case. This is my first wife. Yeah. Uh, you know, eventually I'm working yeah. on a second or yeah, a third,
1: I mean, you know. but. Trish um, is might. Trish listening today?
2: She she does listen to my shows, which I I consider to be a huge honor. And every once in a while she yells at something I said stupid or yeah.
0: <laughs> this may inspire some of the
1: yelling yeah. men. Yeah. Yes it will. <laughs> so Gabby, let's hear from you.
3: Okay. Well, I don't have an interesting bio, I would say. But <laughs> Sure you do. <laughs> um I am a twenty six year old female. <laughs> Oh, no, wait, that's Tinder. Sorry. Never mind. <laughs> no.
2: Swipe right. Is that, what, is, that, is that how Tinder works? She likes
1: know. walking on the beaches at night.
2: Margaritas and <laughs> long talks. No, I'm
3: taken. <laughs> anyway, um, I am a small business owner recently, new nice. small business owner. Um, and by small business owner, I mean it's just me doing stuff.
1: <laughs> so that's what a lot of America is. Yeah,
3: True. so, you know, the majority of my leadership is for myself um, right now, uh, which I don't think is a horrible situation no, for me I to be in. No, I think it's a great, yeah. It's good and it's bad sometimes, but um, for the most part, it's good. It's been an interesting learning curve in the last, like, six months that I've been doing this. Um, You've learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. there's still a lot I don't know, <laughs> that's yeah. for sure, but um Yeah. I I don't know. I'm not good at. I'm, well, not, I mean,
2: never a, had to give a, a bio you're a before. Key part
0: of the show, and you do she is. graphics and social media. Well, and she has. And yeah. She
2: does have kids. They have fur. <laughs> yes, she does have kids, have and they're very important to her. Children. Yes, she just adopted a
3: new one. Wow. <laughs> yes. um, That's a lot of hoagie, responsibility. Hoagie the corgi. Uh, noodle. She's a, a mix. A rescue. Uh, also a dog and then I just adopted a cat that's a long-winded story yeah of yes. why I adopted yeah, a cat yes should I even say anything or? no it's tragic
2: no it's a, it's a it's a sad story to me okay it's a good so story don't. for your cat but it's a bad story <laughs> as
0: to how you got there
3: yeah well anyway I just adopted a cat his name's Mochi
1: Mochi the name Larry Yeah, it's a long and winding road for me. 19 years old. See, I wanted to sing right there, Larry. Yes. Long and
2: winding road. Peoria,
1: Illinois. 19 (laughs) years old. I'm working at Caterpillar Tractor Company on the third shift, driving home, trying to stay awake, listening to Earl Nightingale, who was a motivational speaker of many years ago, telling me that I could do anything I wanted to do. And so that motivated me. What really motivated me was when I came to the Lord, and he gave me purpose and direction in my life.
2: And you came to the Lord by filming an evangelist, right?
1: Yes, the fact wow. is. Radio and television production is what, what I was led into. I was actually, you were going to be a lawyer. I was going to be a minister. Wow, but, I can see know, that. Yeah, but I, I was <laughs> I was in a Methodist church uh, an assistant on a Sunday morning sleeping in the pulpit. I mean, sleeping as the guy's <laughs> preaching. Oh, I no. mean, So I said, this isn't for me. Radio and television production is where I belong, and that's where I've been most of my life. So that's how come. Wow. we're doing podcasts today. Okay, you know, so now I'm going to go ahead. I was answer. just
3: going to say, I really admire that you guys even had a, an idea in mind of what you wanted to do, because I have never in my life truly had a set this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. This is where this is where I'm headed. It's always been like, well, I'm here, so I guess I'll just figure it out and see what happens. <laughs> like, well, that's honestly how I got here. It was like yeah. I lost my job, and I was like, well, what am I good at? What do I like to do? what's readily available to me right now. Yeah, I
2: mean, we had a goal, but neither of us are doing what we, you know, so it's like, you know, yeah, we had a vision. It was wrong. And so I think sometimes so it's kind of like how life kind of does it. But I guess. Blake, I'm going to turn this on you. Talk about, because you've shared a little bit about your family and about your, your company now, but how did you get, Yeah. What is your lead? Cause you're, you're not even, are you 30? I am 32. Okay. Wow. So you're, you look so much younger than I thought.
0: The ripe age of 32. It's funny. (laughs) I know this is what I say. You know, you're getting old when you actually stop doing things to make yourself look older (laughs) and you appreciate the things that make you look younger. Like, like used to, I hated getting haircuts. Like, oh, it makes me look so much younger. Now I'm like, oh, this is kind of I get a nice. haircut every day. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so a little bit of my uh, my leadership journey. So I, I started um, out, of, out of college in um, corporate America, never saw myself there, and had this image for what it would be. And um, fast forward, and I was there a decade, and it was an incredible experience. I did a leadership pipeline program there. So it was a four-year rotational program. I did about a year to a year and a half in different parts of the company, operations, sales marketing, finance um strategy spent a year in london which was amazing got to travel abroad one of my favorite cities oh such it's my favorite international city were were you married then or were you i was not i was not which like it made for a lot of flexibility exactly (laughs) (laughs) but i also wish it was something i could have enjoyed with lex that would have been amazing um so if you're listening lex know that and (laughs) that's the takeaway that there is your takeaway and um long story short uh was ended up by virtue of being in that kind of program I was fast-tracked into a director role into an officer role in a company it was a fortune 250 company incredible experience um, from an early age and I had I just started having people that were looking up to what I was doing and wanted to meet with me so I found myself kind of informally meeting and informally mentoring formally mentoring people at work in our organization in the Chattanooga community where I lived at the time and before I knew it, I had a dozen people or so, and I'm like, I love this. This is this is actually I this is actually what I feel like I'm called to do is to help pour into and equip leaders, and that just took on its own life over time. And so I started. I, I've always had an entrepreneurial nature, so I started real estate investing um, about seven years ago, and um, that kind of laid the foundation for transitioning out of my corporate career and starting Cothrive now and. Over the last year and a half, um, I've kind of developed this model that I call a growth group and it's like a, it's like a mastermind group concept applied within a company. Right. So a company takes, let's say up to 10 of their leaders. They can be emerging leaders. They can be mid-level managers. They can even be leadership teams and we put them into a growth group and it's a forum that meets monthly and we dive into like some really engaging leadership curriculum but the magic is in that peer group, so being able to facilitate that peer-to-peer kind of sharing and experiential learning, giving them systems where they're thinking macro and investing micro, they're right, actually planning out topic. their goals yeah. and sharing, sharing, sharing their, um, you know, what's what are they looking to achieve, what kind of impact are they trying to have in the organization, and the the energy that comes from those sort of groups is amazing. So I'm a huge evangelist for that model, the growth group model, and you
2: found like real traction because I know like both you and Gabby have you know semi-recently started your own business and that's a scary oh, it's yeah. scary a feeling like you know it's exciting at first you come up yeah, with the logo yes, and did. you know and all that but then <laughs> the hard work begins and we're going to be talking about some of that but um you found real traction with these grow groups yes
0: yeah yeah so thankfully it's honestly it's it's funny that we were getting traction and then COVID hit in a big way so everything we were doing in person went away overnight. And so the silver lining to COVID is it actually made this model a lot more scalable Right for, for my company and for the companies that we work with because it took what used to be a half day intensive kind of session once a month and turned it into a 90 minute monthly forum where we're still packing the same value into that virtually. And um, it's amazing. It's gotten traction that my old Fortune 250 um, company I'm working with now in a big way. We're doing five groups. We have a total of nine groups right now. And we're, exciting. we are have, have a number more in the pipeline. So it's cool because I, I I think that when you tap into the power of the peer group and when you help your people sharpen each other and encourage each other, and when you just give space, and we're going to talk about why space in these, in these episodes, but when you give space for... For your talent to actually focus on growth, and and what does it mean to grow as a leader? It's powerful, and um, and typically we you don't get that you don't get that kind of space in inside your company right. to focus yeah. on those things that matter, the strategic things. For hey, we want to invest in you as a leader because we care about you thriving as a human. Number one but also because we believe in your potential and the impact you can have in this organization. And we, we're going to pair you up and we're going to, we're going to facilitate that growth journey for you. So anyways, I well, that's go on a great journey.
2: It. And I love, you know, I think again, as we've already mentioned, I think we have a lot of like shared thought, you know, um, oh, yeah, you're just much younger, much more attractive, you know, every, I mean, a <laughs> better speaker, but otherwise, <laughs> otherwise we're very similar. So
1: well, um, you're speaking about shared thoughts. We're, you're, you're going to be doing a couple of episodes coming up, right?
2: Yeah. And I think that's what we're hoping to introduce right now. Yeah. And then uh, we really encourage you. What we're going to be doing is this is this episode will drop on both a server's journey and leadership on purpose. And then uh, we will have... First part on my show and a second part on Blake's show. And we encourage you to kind of like listen to both and then check out our catalogs to see if there's anything else that really interests you. But, Blake, talk about um, the concept that over the next couple of weeks we're going to share.
0: Yeah. So we're diving into a it's a concept. It's a mantra, if you will, called think macro, invest micro. And it applies really to all facets of life and leadership. Right. And it's it's on a personal level. So we want you to to think macro, to have big goals for yourself and the impact you want to have. And what it requires is investing micro in order to see that happen. That's right. So we're going to talk about that. Invest micro is landing on my show. So we're going to dive more into what does that look like to have the discipline, right. to have the personal habits. And then the other perspective is, thinking macro, investing micro from a, from a business perspective, from a systems and strategic perspective. And, and, and to whether you're looking at it from a lens of, Hey, my company culture, my organization, this is the way that I want to affect big change. Or if you're looking out into the world and you're like, Hey, I recognize there's some systematic issues in the world that I want to see differently. And this is where this concept originated for me. I was looking out into my own city of Chattanooga and realizing, wow, there's, there's, there's two different worlds here. Right. And I, yeah. and I, and I want to see, I want to see change. And I'm first wired to think what kind of big kind of initiative can I drive, right? whether that's political or some kind of nonprofit that's going to solve the world's problems. And what I realized, this was when I was a junior in college, but what I realized was it, it starts with actually investing in an individual person. Right. It started yeah. for me with mentoring with Big Brother, Big Sister and investing in another human and letting him change my perspective and my story my life and me getting to help shape and change his.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, it's over the next couple shows, we're going to really dive into both of these because it's not like we think one is more important. Like you have to have big goals to invest into. Otherwise, like you can invest (laughs) Mac or, uh, micro in a lot of things that are not worthwhile. That's right. That's great. point. You know, you can do that, but I don't know that that's really going to change things, but if you have great goals, and you know, I look at, um you know, we a lot of times kind of go back to our shared faith, and I look at Jesus, and Jesus's macro goal, right, was to bring people into a relationship with Him, and save them. But He fed them when they were hungry, Oof, or, or He healed them when they were sick. So there was this the dirty work that He had to do too. He had to invest micro in order to hopefully achieve the macro goal which was becoming savior of the world so we talk about you know we have a lot of shared thought and i think a lot of this topic is kind of driven by that we want to achieve and accomplish great things yep how are we going to do it you know so over the next couple of weeks we're going to be kind of digging in deep and uh, kind of talking about those two
0: pumped to do it yeah
2: and again what we always say is uh I personally never met a good leader who couldn't invest micro and I've never met a great leader who didn't somehow maybe they're not perfect but they they find a way to kind of like walk this road between macro and micro
0: marrying those two yeah. things yeah. and they go hand in hand right They do
2: they do you can't
0: If you're only thinking macro if you're only this like high level yeah. visionary and you aren't taking the actions in the micro to get you there you're never getting there yes and if you're only in the small things you're only in the weeds that's right then you won't have the your your, your potential impact is so limited well and you
2: and you're going to talk a lot about compounding you know the compounding part of the micro yeah. and the reality is um what are you compounding mm. you know i mean if it's just you know a very small goal it might not be very encouraging to everybody but also um without the micro part you know, there's nothing sadder than a huge goal that doesn't go anywhere, <laughs> you know? So true. Yeah. And so true. and I've seen it in my own life and I've seen it, <laughs> At yeah. So, uh, Gary and, uh, Larry, that's, I think that's how it happened. <laughs> right. I, I think it was Gabby. And then somehow I rhymed Larry with Gabby Gear. and came Gary. And then we mm-hmm. had an Yeah. Is that, is that it? Gabby? Whoa. hmm. Yeah.
3: I think that's how it happened.
2: How, how do you guys feel about the next episode? I know Larry is going to put, um, we're going to put Blake on the spot here for some questions, but um, how do you guys feel about this series?
1: I'm excited about it.
2: Yeah. You're going
1: to teach it to us, aren't you? Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I completely agree. I think it's really good information and it's things that <clears throat> I'm glad to know that I've <laughs> been doing the right things right. in some areas. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm listening to this, I'm like, okay, so I'm on the right track in some places. There's other places where maybe I could. uh, Well, and that's a great
2: thing too because we're leading the discussion, but Larry and uh, Gabby are going to really kind of give us some practical tips. And we, I think both of us really had that desire to bring it down to practical change. So. So, uh, Larry, are we going to um, do a this or that section?
1: We've got some questions for Blake right here. Okay,
2: And I'm going to probably, Larry, disrupt you and ask him on my own if you're okay. Well, but...
1: yes. Okay, this is a this or that. And it's so, kind of like a personal question. That's right, yes. W- would you rather play chess or checkers? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I think I know what you're going to say, but I'm curious.
0: Honestly, I'm torn <laughs> because I don't know if I remember how to play chess. But, but, yes. but I think I would say chess because... Uh, yeah, I just, I, I enjoy it. I used to, I used to enjoy it. Let's put it that way. Well,
2: I know I'm supposed to say chess, you know, that, and that's why I want to say chess. Cause it seems like intellectually that should be what that, I'm going for, but I like just checkers. It's kind You of know, easy. I
3: can actually say chess yeah. with 100% truth Did you to watch it? the Queen's
2: Gambit? Is that well, why? Of course.
3: Oh, yeah. I watched that on Netflix. We, me and my boyfriend binged it. And then for Christmas, I got him a chess set. Oh, there you go. And we've been playing like sporadically and I didn't know anything about chess. He's a really smart guy and knows a lot about it. Not like an expert, but he's definitely got an upper hand. (laughs) Yeah. So on Valentine's day, it was raining. We had like plans to do a picnic and everything and it was pouring rain. So we just stayed inside and we played chess for like three hours Whoa! and it was a lot of fun.
1: So how long is your chess game? Do you do it like in 10 minutes or does it take hours to play the game?
3: Sometimes it takes a long time, mostly because of me, because I <laughs> think for like twenty minutes on some move sometimes and he gets really frustrated. But I just want to buy you one of those clocks.
2: Yeah. Because it's, it's like, it.
3: like where they yeah, smack it. I know. It's
2: like such a power <laughs> move. Boom, bam. Like, you know, it's just such a power move, I feel like. But I you won.
3: Know? I won for the first time.
2: Boom. Yeah. He's angry. I can tell like he's just like I'm, you know. You know I'm gonna does. I'm just gonna study every chess master yeah. and I'm gonna, you know. Oh so. yeah. All right, do you want me to ask next question? Well, I've
1: got a Yahtzee or a Scrabble. Uh, do you know Yahtzee? Considering I've never played Yahtzee, because I guess I'm to like, oh, Scrabble.
2: It's, it's too old. Okay. Uh, only we know it, Larry. <laughs> All right,
0: okay.
2: is <laughs> a great game, <laughs> it? but it existed more like it was really big in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. yeah we played it as a kid, so. Yeah. I'm going to ask uh, Harry Potter or Star Wars.
0: Oh, my gosh. Th- this is That's painful. a tough choice, yeah. Well, it's painful because I actually don't love either. So. Really? So Okay, <laughs> so not, is not, there not, a I'm franchise you guy. like? Between the two of those, or or, or no. any franchise, like um, I'm bad at this. Like I like Marvel kind of stuff. Oh, no, that's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I I honestly I'm not I'm not big into it. I've seen Iron Man. That's the, like those are the Marvel movies that I've uh, seen. I've seen Iron Man yeah. and Iron Man Two. Yeah. But I don't think I've seen any of the Do other ones. Do you tend that. to? Are you? My wife is a big Star Wars fan. Okay. Big. She thinks she is. She's not really. She can't really. Yeah, she's not with like the, one of those people. No, yeah. she can't. She wants to be able to, but she can't. So, so are you
2: like attracted to a different type of movie?
0: Um, I'm not big on fantasy. That's what okay. I realized. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like the one, the one fiction uh, series that I liked growing up was CS Lewis's. Yes. Yeah. I ate that up, but, um, never big on Lord of the Rings. Never big on star Wars. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked, I guess, Give action me a chick movies. Flick. okay,
2: you do. So you like the born movies. I, I, maybe I like or... those
0: Braveheart, yeah. Patriot. Yeah. Okay, chick yeah. flick. What happens in Vegas? Best movie of all time. <laughs> I've, I've literally <laughs> I've seen never that seen movie. It. Are
3: you a John wick fan? I don't know that name. Oh. yeah
2: it's a movie it's another franchise but it started with it's ridiculous he lost of. his dog yeah and i was like all right this is even for hollywood standards okay <laughs> so much. yeah i couldn't buy into it but people love Oh my him. god
3: my boyfriend made me watch yeah, it yeah. i knew it was coming yeah you know like i, I knew it was coming and he even fast forwarded through the part where the dog yeah oh. yeah and sounds it's I still it's the
2: motivation
3: was for bawling his. my eyes out. He was yeah. like, "You are ridiculous. Yeah. Get yourself together, woman!" Like,
2: <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, next question because we're going to go on forever. But yeah. uh, rock and roll or Broadway?
0: Wow, I'm yeah. gonna have to say Broadway. And yeah. I'm, but I'm not a Broadway nut. It's just given those options. I'm like an easy, chill listener. Yeah, like yeah. Like Jack Johnson. So it's kind
2: of like in like, the background, but it doesn't require a lot of attention.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like but Jack, Jack Johnson's my, I love Hamilton. So that's why I'll say Broadway, because I think I have a newfound appreciation for Broadway <laughs> given. Okay, so I'm Hamilton. gonna
2: challenge you to listen to another uh, musical. And um, it's, a, it's a very 2020s musical. Maybe the first Broadway that really the stage itself is... Uh, is probably the biggest actor in the show, but uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Okay. It's a show about uh, a young man who has anxiety to the point where he actually almost can't function, and it's an amazing story about a lie that gets out of control.
1: Okay. So, all right. um, All right.
2: Larry, you have a last question or no?
1: No, that's it. We're going to be here again next week with this new series.
2: Yep, we are, and we're super excited about it. And uh, tell us how they can find your show
0: leadership on purpose. You can check it on any podcast platform. And if you want to talk to me, I'm on LinkedIn. You can message me there. Awesome.
1: Well, thanks for being here and we getting to know you today. This has been fantastic. So Rocky until next time, I am your ever faithful companion, (laughs) Larry.
2: And I just want to thank everybody for joining us and thank uh, Gary Mm -hmm. and Gabby. Both (laughs) of them are in the room and Blake for being here. This Uh, is fun. We love the concept of leadership and uh, how you lead. And we really want you to ask yourself, are you somebody who's worthy to
0: be followed?